up guys this is line of thoughts hey we got a special guest for us for you guys today we got lady dj shy may she's a producer she's a singer very talented guy and uh as you can see you know she's, she's m.i.a today so There's a uh, growing movement in the states across the country, including Massachusetts, to expand domestic abuse laws to help victims get help with controlling behavior and verbal abuse. And I ask you guys, is it a good idea to expand domestic violence laws? I, I want to hear what. Well, I absolutely think said. I absolutely think we should expand domestic violence no, laws. All right, so uh, I mean, I. I don't know why you would not want to have more domestic violence laws and rules. Um, I mean, it's 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 always a problem, and I don't know if you could have too many laws against domestic violence. I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't see the list of new laws that they were talking about, so I, I'm not exactly sure if there were any specific ones that they were going for, but I mean, Certainly, domestic violence is a problem, and I don't think there's any problem having additional laws against it. Yeah, you know, I agree with that. A anything to deter it is better than just letting it go on. Yeah, and, and we're, we're talking about all around abuse, too, not just domestic violence. Um, but that's that's a big one, and I, I don't I don't think that the, really the local authorities, the local police really handles it well. I can understand their take on it, but you know, like when something seems obvious, um, you, you clearly see, uh, you know, I don't know, it's they gotta have better protocols or um, when it's multiple calls for the same person, uh, when you got witnesses, you know, something like that, you know. Um, I remember, it's, it's a situation that I've been through. I was doing security. Um, and, you know, I'm doing my little um, patrolling. And I, I, I clearly, I heard a woman screaming, like, screaming, like, ah, ah, help me, help me. Um, so I went and checked, and, the, and their door was open. It was, like, wide open. I just kind of went across, they were upstairs. I was just still downstairs just looking. Like, what the heck? And uh, this, this dude was clearly, they, they, you clearly heard people like tussling and you know saying you hear those noises and all that. Um, and then I kind of went up, I, I went up, I went up there and saw what the heck was going on. And he's like, oh, you can't come in here. You know, this is my private property. And he closed the door. And then he was clearly striking her and you know, hitting on her and all that. And then I ended up calling, uh, you know, the police. Uh, you know, it took them like an hour, at least an hour to show up. It took them a long time to show up. Um, you know, and it's like, uh, that was obvious. I felt that that dude should have went to jail that day. So For sure. The police didn't do anything about it. They were like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. I guess they didn't have enough evidence, um, and you know, everybody didn't already calm down at the time. You know, I, I, everybody wanted, to, you know, only only merry way. You know, I, I feel like that's that's where just somebody getting locked up. You know, 
Well, well, I was just going to say, um, well, for that instance, the person that's being abused has to know that they have options. That's what I was um, okay. gearing to. Um, most of the time, women, children don't know they have options. So they could be abused and don't know the necessary steps to take to be able to get the abuser, you know, out of their life or, you know, arrested or, you know, most of the time um, people who are arrested for those crimes are released. Right. Yeah. So and it, also, uh, let me jump in. And, but a lot of it is psychological. A lot of these victims, yeah. they have no place to go. Yeah. Where would they go? They're okay. Even if there's rules or laws to protect them, they're not their options okay uh, my husband smacked me once yes that is domestic violence yes but the psychological effect is okay now i gotta press charges now i got no place to go i got no food on the table who's gonna support my kids who's gonna take care of me that's the psychological effect that a lot of victims that's why they don't mm -hmm. press charges yeah is there there should be more, like I like I, I agree with Whitaker. There should be more laws to protect um, the victims. But I, I just looked up right now. Only 38 states has laws protecting domestic violence. 38 out of 51. Yeah, and how many times do you hear that uh, a domestic violence abuser uh, has a restraining order against them, and then they just violate that thing and, and yeah. yeah. yeah people no. die or get abused or yeah. beat up or i mean it's yeah. crazy and then nothing happens yeah yeah there's I, I i do agree with whitaker there should be some more programming it's just something that is not brought up and that it's not being pushed and apparently they don't care if it's something they care about it will push forward there's no money to be made that, that that's what day. it comes down to there's no money to be made what is there money to be made uh therapy uh but that is not government that is it, it's not yeah, a this, this goes down to where to make money, money it's not the film industry it's not it, it's it's non-profit yeah probably a combination of not caring and then just yeah they it don't serve no person to them and probably the lawmakers are probably Abusers themselves. I'll even go that far. Oh, here's a fun fact. What what domestic what state has the highest domestic violence? I would guess it would be in the south somewhere, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, I'm guessing maybe California. Miss Lady, what do you got? I would say Texas. Whitaker, you're gonna close. Kentucky. Kentucky has the highest domestic violence statistic wow. in the U.S. with 45% women, 45% men. Kentucky. Wow. They have that's, the highest that's rate. surprising. Wow. Don't get married in Kentucky. <laughs> Good old Kentucky has the highest domestic. All right. Who would have knew? So, moving on, guys. So, Philadelphia has reinstated indoor mask mandates due to the newest variant. Uh, ask you guys, do we still need mass mandates? Yes. Yeah. I say yes. I say no way. I, 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 
I hate wearing masks. I'm so glad I hate it too. Masks. I hate it too. But you know what? This is our first year without full mask on. I'm waiting until all the way to the end of this year. Because look, we're still in summertime. Last year, last year was the same thing. We had uh the whole no face mask thing, and then all of a sudden everybody was going to the beaches and catching, you know, COVID. And it's like, okay, well, you just said no face mask and now we're sick again. So until this year is over with, I'm keeping <laughs> The, 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 main, the main issue I have with the masks is that unless you're wearing N95 masks, the regular just cloth masks or the cheapy little crappy ones they give you at the doctor's office, they, they just don't really, they've already been proven to only be maybe 10% effective. They're just not, it's not worth it. It doesn't, it doesn't work well enough unless everyone's wearing N95 masks. It, the mask. The mass mandate, COVID is not going away. They're going to have right. variants, different variants. It's not the same. If it's the same disease, yes, wear it by all means. But right now, how many generations of COVID do we have? It, it's going to be forever. It's a bad flu. You're going to catch a flu from something. Like Whitaker said, 95, that works. But first of all, you got to wear it right. How many people put it right. under their nose? <laughs> How many people yeah. put it over their head? How many people touch the table, then touch yeah. their face, and wear it? Guess what? That N95 is not effective anymore. It, it comes down to the individual. Yeah. If they want it, if somebody wants to wear it, they'll wear it. If they don't, they don't. It's mask has been around forever. If you see, if you travel anywhere in the world, Europe, Asian country, they all wear masks because it's an individual thing. America don't wear masks, but when Asian countries come to the U.S., they wear masks. It's Yeah, I've always It's, seen it's a culture yeah. thing, but do, you, do I think the government should mandate? No. It that, should be that was still. My the, and also the science, back to science. COVID will not disappear. COVID-19, what year are we on? We're in 2022. What generation are we on? Or what generation COVID? It's gonna right now. What was it? Philly? They have a new strand. When will it end? It won't because it, it won't. will continue. It, the flu is gonna be there, it's gonna be changing. So, why would you mandate something that every on, off, on, off? I, I think, I think mandates are pretty important. Um, but you see, you see, um, I didn't really hear as many people complain as much about the about the mass mandate when it was when COVID cases were getting worse you know when you see people dying all over the place then people kind of didn't mind the mass mandate you know some people still complain about it but I, I I've seen a lot of, you know uh, I, I think it's good to be a little bit proactive um, starting to hear a little bit of cases creeping up again heard about this basketball player just now he can't even play because of uh, COVID protocol. Uh, he probably didn't wear his mask. Uh, you know, yeah, doing it properly. If we would have did it properly, we probably wouldn't worry about the uh, media, you know, talking about all these uh, these uh, these COVID cases, variants and all that stuff. I don't know who be coming up with these names, variant stuff and all that, but uh, yeah. Wear N95 masks instead of the silly little mask, whatever that, 
doesn't, you know, cloth that doesn't really do anything. And then, um, you know, just 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 follow the protocols. That, that, if you like to say wear it properly, that's that's what we ain't saying. Yeah, wear it properly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I, I I think I think it's effective. But I, I would say this: I would strongly consider um, not having it everywhere. Like I, I can understand the hospitals. You know, I think it's good to wear. First of all, hospital. As soon as the patient walk in, you have your security hand people N95 masks if they don't have one, and then tell them to wear it properly. This is your place that they're coming into. And this this is a public. Uh, this is a hospital, and you got to enforce that. Uh, yeah, like, certain I, area. Yeah, if you're in a certain area, wear it. By yeah. all means, you're in a hospital, wear it. You're in area of people that are getting sick, wear it. Right. Go for it. It's like the same thing with just uh, like other culture. Like if you have a large amount of people, sure, wear it. Yeah. But I don't think it should be a mandate that if you right. go to the library, you should wear it. If you're by yourself. Or like okay. you're in, I don't know, the zoo. You should wear a mask when you're in the zoo. <laughs> It's the mandate part that I have a problem with. I, yeah, I'm not exactly. so much anti-mask. I'm just, I just don't want to be told what to do. Okay. It's just so like, it's just like forced vaccination. You know, I, I didn't want to get vaccinated, but I had to, to keep my job. I wouldn't have, I, I already had COVID and I was one of the lucky guys who, uh, I had no symptoms. I didn't even get a fever. Um, but in fact, I would have never known I had it unless I had tested positive at work. So um, it was kind of weird. But you know, um, I, I just I, I have a I struggle with the government mandating masks and vaccinations. It, it's the once again like uh, you know you wear the mask and then you got to get vaccine. Um, technically by default, if you're in a hospital, if you look at a hospital, you wear a mask and goggles. So what is it? Goggle mandate next? You gotta wear goggles? Or one of those Are big face shields? <laughs> yeah, that's, those things yeah. don't work. Uh, those face shields do not the, work at I all. They, they do not work, no. <laughs> I mean, where do you want to go from there? You can the get COVID suit. from getting your eyes. You, COVID can enter through your eyes. Pretty soon we're gonna all be bubble boy. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Everyone's a bubble boy. <laughs> I remember that silly movie. Nah, uh, you know, I, I think they gotta balance it out, man. And, uh, certain, I, I would say certain places mandated, but you know, a lot of places now, nah, man. You know, um, that's what I would say. I, I mean, I'm willing to be halfway with that, whatever. And, and a lot of times, I be get my damn mask. I be like, twice. A damn hassle sometimes, but I, I think I think it, it is a, it is a good habit to have. You know, it's a good habit to have. Yeah. So I guess we moving on. All right. All right. So, is the anti-Asian violence a new thing, or has it always been there? I'll jump in. All right. <laughs> hey, what you got I had say? a feeling you, you would. Know? <laughs> it's been around. Yeah. Asian violence has been around. It, it's it's no secret. Just nobody talks about it. Nobody What's talks about it. Eh? A little bit like domestic violence. It's something that, as I as an Asian, I feel that we just kind of takes it, don't we report it, 
How many Asian hate crime have I had? Too many to count. Let's just put it that way. I had too many to even count. How many of them have I reported to law enforcement? Zero. Zero. Kind of like domestic violence. Same thing, once again. If I report, hey, somebody's doing a hate crime on Asia. Okay, sure, we'll be there. Five hours later, six hours later. Because it's not a priority. It's not. It only comes to light during the Asian Life Matter when you see videos of a young kid pushing an 80, 90-year-old grandma, grandpa down flights of stairs. That's the only time in New York wherever it comes to light because it, it comes to a point where you can't put it under, uh, you can't sweat that under a rug. You just can't do it anymore. You just can't. Because it... It's just too many, but at the same time, it's it, it's been around. It's nothing new. It's like Black Lives Matter. Once again, how many how many of those crimes have you seen in your lifetime? Too many. It, it just it's it's only come to light by one video, one tweet, one one video going viral. That's the only time, in my opinion, when it has come to light. Because it's, in my experience, I've, I've seen too many, way too many. And for me, as I personally, hey, myself too, I've, I've been through it. I, so, I, I tell you this. Go. When, and, and, and growing up in, you know, as a kid in South Central LA, and I used to see a lot of, you know, obviously seeing a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, Asian establishments in the hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see a lot of uh, 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 stores, you know, uh, convenience stores, <laughs> and all that owned by Asians, you know, Koreans or whatnot, and restaurants, video stores. Uh, you see them in swap meets, you know. Um, and um, I believe that, you know, what, what some people feel that what sparked the, the uh, riots, the LA riots was an incident that happened between a girl at a Korean store, convenience store, and uh, she got killed because uh, apparently uh, the the clerk thought that uh, she stole something or something to that degree. Uh, but my point is, is that it's a lot of, that's, a, that's in a rough environment to own an establishment and to think that nothing is going to happen. Uh, you know, you would think that there's more cases like that. I'm pretty sure there is, but because, like, like you're saying, like, pretty much, don't nobody give a shit. The authorities don't care. You know, so you don't really hear about it. Nothing has really been done. You know, so yeah, I mean, bringing it because I, I honestly, I was like, because when I heard about, it, I think I first heard about the, you know, saying uh. Asians Lives Matter type type deal like last year and I'm like is this a fluke because are they feeding off of Black Lives Matter or are they trying to take the attention away I thought that you know what I'm saying I, I'm not gonna lie uh, but then you know you know what you just spoke on and just kind of thinking about that just now like man you know just just the kind of environments that they were in you know uh, starting off you know uh, it was pretty rough man shit a lot of shit was going on <laughs> Yeah. 
And do you think that the root cause thing of the of that is again just racism against Asians? Uh, say it again. Do you think that the root cause of that violence is just uh, um, um? You said racism. Yeah, you think that's just racism against Asians? I think that just uh, one is just racism in general, racism against uh, minority Hispanics any other race it's, just, it's always been there like you got black life matter uh, matter you got asian life matter i mean why isn't there a mexican life matter how many minority uh violence is there there's tons of them it's just it's one of those things i it's kind of like domestic violence once again i'll go back to it it's one of those things just it's always been there but just nobody talks about it once again there's no money to be made and it's not a priority what priority is there and is that a it, it's the same thing as the the missing white woman case you got gabby she's missing Ooh, missing white lady national news fbi cia well you got an indigenous girl she's been missing for 200 days not one or you got an asian girl missing and not even make the news why is that why yeah. is that you know, same thing. It, it, why is that and then it, they went deeper and guess what the, the asian girl they found her dead murdered but the authorities or the department didn't put an effort to look into it but when you have gabby national news white single white lady missing national news send the cia send the fbi it it's it's just been there it's a priority it's what sells the news one and what is the priority of the department yeah how much do how much do you think you know first of all did it did the violence increase did the hate increase because of covid and if so how much how much you think that that significantly made it I worse mean, that's, you know what I'm that's what i've heard that the recent videos where you see guys just like running up behind Asian dudes and punching them in the back of the head that, that that's some kind of a response to the fact that uh, you know or the belief that China somehow cr not only created it but released the COVID on purpose as a bioweapon you know I, I don't believe that's necessarily true but um, you know I, I just find it strange that people would just run up behind Asian people and belt them in the back of the head or hit I'm them with like, a bat or it's crazy. Yeah, it's an excuse it to do stupid stuff. It, I guess. Everybody. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's That true. right there. It's I mean, excuse. You around, it's you like the, uh, the, uh, the, the famous one, the Laker, uh, the Lakers won the champion 2001. They almost had a riot. People were jumping on top of car, looting. It was just an excuse to do stupid things. Is there there are guys or ladies that find any excuse to do yeah. stuff. That's uh, true. Right? It, it's um, it just it's a convenient. Oh, uh, because you know the COVID. You know it's the Asians. You know it, it's the same thing as the wall when Trump was president. The wall. It's the Mexicans. They're taking our jobs. They're taking everything. Do you want their job? No. But it's an excuse to write up, to do stupid things. Okay. All right. So, 
Moving on. All right, so Biden wants to ban ghost guns. Is that a good idea or a bad idea to get rid of ghost guns? Well, first of all, I, I think it's a little more difficult than they make it sound to make a ghost gun. I mean, back in the day, ghost guns were guns that you built, like you literally machined them in your in your shop, you know? Now, I, I know you can go online and buy most of the parts of a gun that don't have serial numbers or anything, but the final piece still has a serial number. Like when you build an AR-15, yeah, you can buy barrels, you can buy all the parts, but the, the lower receiver actually has a serial number. You can't buy that as a ghost gun. You can buy almost everything else except that piece. So I don't, I, I was trying to find what they are considering a true ghost gun in their statistics. I mean, they say that the numbers are going up. I don't think it's still that that dramatic. They, they even admit that it's only a very small portion of gun violence that happens with a ghost gun. I mean, why would you even need a ghost gun? There are 330 million guns in the United States. It's not that hard to steal a real one and just scratch the serial number off. I... Oh, for the people in the backseat who don't know what a ghost gun is. Untraceable uh, gun. A ghost okay. gun is gun technically day. a gun that was that's put together piece by piece and nothing has a serial number so it doesn't it's never registered or um it's never you you don't have to you don't have to tell the there's no background check um there's there's nothing it's like buying a car basically sit in somebody's garage for the last 100 years so well isn't it i mean i don't think it's more dangerous than guns that are out there right now i mean Either it's not registered or it's not registered. They're all dangerous. Well, really. At the end of the day, guys who are out there killing people with guns in, in crimes, they're not registering their guns anyway. I mean, right. you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't you know. matter if it's ghost or if it's unghost. I mean, a gun, is, I mean, people get killed any kind of way. It doesn't really determine, right. you know. At the end of the day, it's a profit. It's the same yeah. thing. They, they want to make so huge because they want money for register and if you think about it mexico has one of the has a zero gun tolerance you can't buy guns you can't own guns right unless you're law enforcement guess what or unless you're mexico the bad guy one of the biggest gun <laughs> violence right now they want to get gun they will get gun yeah yeah it's, it's I will, like I will. a drug if drugs are illegal heroin's illegal methamphetamine's illegal guess what you can still get it, it what is what is, what is banning ghost gun is gonna do you're, you're wasting, in my opinion, you're wasting legislating Congress time. Exactly. On issues that, it, what, what's it gonna stop? Right. If you look at all the mass shootings, do they have ghost guns? No, they're all legal guns that they yeah. bought it from some dude yeah. underground. I, when I was a ghost this. gun used in a mass shooting? Never. Find that stat. There is yeah. a one. All right. So I, I, you I can't find that. Put like all the topic we talk about, like put put uh, because they're put that on agenda. They don't put that agenda because there's money. NRA they make money. Uh, they want people to register. It's like the DMV. You can't drive a car and register. Why is that? Because they want to make money. That's funny that you say register. 
That's funny that you say that. I would say this. I think, and ain't nobody gonna agree with me, but you know, maybe I ain't ready. But check this out. I think I don't like ghost guns. Um, I think that uh, public places should strongly consider some kind of uh, tracking system where they're aware of all registered guns or, or even uh, guns that have information on, you know, serial numbers, track them down so you'll know, like, imagine this, imagine uh, like the, uh, the Staples Center, imagine the Staples Center got, are, are able to track, you know, all the, any possible gun. So their security is, is aware of, you know, who and what, you know, who has a gun or has an idea. Are you suggesting a, 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 are you suggesting a tracking device in the gun itself? Absolutely. There's, there's, there's people who want to do that. That that's talked about. Mm -hmm. and, and it's only available. That information is only available to like law enforcement, certain law enforcement. Not not security. I know I said security just not you know, but law enforcement, certain law enforcement, because uh, you know, like maybe like FBI or some kind of government agency or something like that. You know, not just anybody, because that that is your someone's private possession. But well, I if you're saying it's being scratched off, why don't they just engrave it? Absolutely. Well, the serial number is engraved, but just like uh, just like they engrave anything you can you can unengrave it with an engraver you i mean if you have a you know a grinder you can grind off a serial number on a car you, i mean you can grind up serial numbers anything well maybe yeah. it could be a place where you can't you know like maybe in the burrow in the inside of it or um something where it's very hard to grind something off like inside of the actual location where the you know the bullet comes out of I if there's a will to... there's a way I'm yeah just saying, i'm just yeah, saying you just anywhere <laughs> at the end of the day a criminal who's going to commit a violent crime with a gun doesn't care if it even has a serial number on it really because it's not yeah. registered to him anyway yeah, so it doesn't matter yeah yeah well i i, th I just think there needs to be a, cons a considerable amount of effort to try to negate things in, in um e even related to people culturally and i know it sounds kind of corny but you know uh, uh educating kids to do better and not just not just that but you know just just figure out a way we need camaraderie i feel like this country doesn't have camaraderie i said probably the best way to to form camaraderie at this point is military you know, you know, people join the military and you get to meet all kind of different types of uh, people in, in, in your country. Uh, Gun education. And, that's that's and, what you know, need. Every other country, yeah. if you look at it, has somewhat a gun education or introduce well, yeah, too, your yeah. kids at a young age to a gun. It, yeah, yeah. It's not a priority in America. Uh, school, uh, they don't uh, teach you how to do taxes. I'd much rather the teacher. I'd much rather the school have a score. They don't yeah. care. I'd much rather the school have a uh, a, a lesson on gun on guns and such, you know. They so used they, to. They, they instead of LGBTQ to, um, crap. Yeah, I any believe day. in the uh, 50s, 60s, back in the days, 
they actually have shooting classes. You can take that as an elective, uh, rifle classes. You yeah. can have that. But schools feel that it's unsafe. It's they're taking everything from school. They right. uh, used to have uh, ROTC in school. They don't have that now. All right. Final question, guys. And I don't know if I'm going to get this right, but um, it relates to relationships, right? Let's see if I can ask the question right. So, okay. Ah. Just spit it out. <laughs> is, are the, um, is it easier for a man to find a committed woman than it is for a woman to find a committed man? Committed? Yeah, I would say, I would say it's much easier for a man to find a committed woman than the other way around. Okay. But I think it has a lot to do with how, I think it has a lot to do with how you were raised, how your family, how your family was. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of variables in that question. But I think in general, <coughs> men as gender are not as committful as women are. In general, that's my opinion. <laughs> El Chino. Uh, I didn't hear the question, actually. Okay. Is it easier for a man to find a committed woman than it is for a woman to find a committed man? Is it easier for a man to find a woman or a woman to find a man? A committed Committed. Woman. Committed. We're talking about I relationships. I think it's 50-50. Okay. And just, and this, right now, it's 50-50 because uh, it's... End of the day is is the person like what's the person looking for is and what is your goal and that is the 50 it's it's both for a man find a woman woman find a man in the day what what are they looking for some woman some woman they want you know you want they want the mansion they want the boat it's not gonna happen i know a girl that <laughs> wanted that and she wanted to get married in a castle she wanted to find a dude that can gave her that it's like i wish wow. you the best of luck <laughs> so you want to get married in a castle in europe and you're going to tell me to show up and you're not going to pay for my flight mm, i wish you the best of luck on that one it's a priority and also what's your expectation what's your expectation is if you look at a lot of even celebrity marriage uh you know you got how many marriage that jail have gone through how many weddings or relationship can kardashian go through what is their expectation you know if you look at a person it, it's like once again kim kardashian went this this and this who is she dating now pete he is so different from everybody else so is it the man or the woman it's both that i feel it's both it's not just one gender it's both it's what what does a man want and what does a woman want in the, the day well they want commitment but are they ready for it there's mm -hmm. a difference it's uh basically like i want the commitment but i don't want it right now i want to party or whatever so it 
it's kind of it's i don't really feel it's 50 50 i really think that um men do experience um more committed women but they don't realize that most of those committed women have been through a lot of uh, men who weren't uh treating them like you know treating them with respect so once they find a really good guy sometimes they do commit sometimes they don't even though it's like kind of like oh let me hold on to this really nice guy you know but let me just make sure he's legit because if you're not legit you're probably going to be number five until they find the legit guy and he even if he is legit she's still going to make sure that he is legit because those other five are still going to be on the other side until you prove yourself it's about um what can you offer me that you someone else can't do it basically I, I think age plays a role in it too. I think as you get yeah. older, you, you, you find yourself wanting more of a commitment than obviously when you're a teenager or in your twenties, you just want to yeah. party and hang out. And that's not necessarily true. I've, I've met a whole lot of men and women that are in their forties still playing like they in their twenties. I, I, I totally agree with that. I'm not saying that it necessarily goes away. I'm saying in general, again, general term, as we get older, we tend to it's we tend to find ourselves feeling more more committal towards things. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I think I think it's more of the issue of the man and he can't get himself together, or you know, he's still pushing around partying or whatever. More than it is for a woman, but yeah, there are women out there who, it, you know, they don't want to be committed and. Um, and you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, I think for the most part, and I, and I think a lot of times the, the women feed off the man, you know, she, cause a lot of times, even as a, like a teenager or something, you know, sometimes the, the girl is willing to be committed, but the guy is not, you know, he's still messing around. And then probably at some point she's like, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of this inconsistency. And then, you know, um, she may not want it, she may, have a hard time being committed you know so um i yeah i i, I think yeah it's more so the man so yeah my sometimes it is the man but sometimes it's the woman okay. don't, don't i wouldn't rule the woman out do not i've known no, 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 plenty of women who were not committed <laughs> <laughs> but you know what there are youtube channels specifically on how to get a man how to keep a man how to you know woo a man and all that stuff like that so just like guys have games and you know they yeah. just we talk you and and you know to the point where you think that he's the best person ever and then all of a sudden he just drops a dime on you and you're like okay what happened and there are women that do the same thing of course women can can make you feel like they're the best thing since sliced bread until they drop a dime on you like oh you know what i was just playing you because i thought I just wanted to do it. I just wanted to see how how far I could get. I dated a couple of girls who were, I mean, in my opinion, pathological liars. Like they, they fully believe they were so into their lies. They fully believed that their lies were now truth. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that's that's no commitment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I've, I've been around plenty of women who were players. Hey, hey, man, that makes both me and you, man. Uh, 
Yeah, so, you know, yeah, it, 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 it can be hard, especially nowadays, to really find committed people, man. It's, I, I think, I think uh, dating sites, social media kind of complicated it even, even more, honestly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, any last remarks? Ah, it was a it was a pleasure having our special guest on today. Thank you so much. I, that was awesome. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys check me out on my YouTube channel, Lady DJ Shime. I check, make beats, check her out, guys. all that good stuff. That's right. Awesome. All right. Well, y'all have a good day. All right, guys. Have a good one, guys. And, and subscribe on our channel too, Line of Thought. Check us out. Check our podcast out. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on, um, what else we on? Amazon Music, you know, so check us out, guys. Line of thought.